Attention all podcasts of the Solar Federation. We have assumed control. We have assumed control. We have assumed control. The intergalactic boombox. The bass, the rock, the mic, the treble. I like my coffee black just like my metal. Good evening, morning, afternoon, and beyond. From the Intergalactic Boombox, I'm your host, Kyle Hebert. I'm a voice actor for anime and video games, bringing you nerdy news from my spaceship theater of the mind, as well as voices inside my head that have become actual characters on the show. Oh, oh, oh the robots, man. Yes, Gitz? Are you saying all the voices on this show come from you? Yeah, actually. Oh, that's great. Totally groovy. <laughs> Indeed it is, Shiggles. So, are you saying that Shiggles and myself aren't actual aliens? Well, to regular listeners of this podcast, and in this alternative reality, yeah, you're aliens. Are we in a multiverse? Uh, of sorts. Or are you and your listeners living in a simulation? And we are in the real world. Don't overthink it, Gets. Look, guys, I got to get the show going here. I need to mention the sponsors that don't exist. Oh, be our guest. All right. Uh, wait a minute. Uh, what kind of trousers does Mario wear? Um, I, I don't know what. Denim, denim, denim. <laughs> That's not half bad. The Intergalactic Boombox is brought to you by the Association of Unemployed Chefs Who Dress Up as Parakeets, Bacon Bill's House of Things That Don't Smell Like Bacon, and our only musical guest ever, the Al Capella Symphony Orchestra. Hey <laughs> Ah, yes. These guys should really go on a stadium tour. If you want to hear previous eps of the Intergalactic Boombox, visit boomboxpod.com. It's time for the Sat Cats. Oh, yeah. (coughs) Folks who donated sats or satoshis using a podcasting 2.0 app from newpodcastapps.com. You want to win 50,000 sats to fill up your podcast wallet, download Fountain. That's a free podcast player on iOS and Android. You got two more weeks to be entered. Two weeks. Just sign up and send me a boost, a custom message called a boostagram. It's got a custom amount of value, whatever you feel the value is for what you're listening to. Just think of sats like tokens and you can spend those tokens instantly within the app to support value for value podcasts such as this here one. Dave Jones from Podcasting 2.0 sent 11,506 sats and says, would love to hear some horror movie recommendations from you sometime. I used to be a huge fan back when Fangoria magazine existed at the grocery store. Yeah, I used to read that in my high school days. And then it came back a few years ago in print only, which is kind of an odd choice. It's like, well, anyone could have a website, but we are an actual physical print magazine. I collected the first couple of years and then realized I wasn't really paying attention to them because I'm all online now. But I love me some Fangoria back in the day. So, Dave, I got to tell you, it, it all depends on what type of horror movie you like. There's so many genres nowadays. Slashers, monsters, psychological, gore, zombies, body horror, slow burn, found footage. I happen to be a huge fan of slow burn, such as Hereditary, Midsommar, The Witch, St. Maud. They're all disturbing and creepy, and these distinctively don't go for jump scares. If you like found footage, Host. That's a great one. That's on Shutter, and uh, it's set during the pandemic, and it's all on a Zoom call. It's very effective, very creepy. The Descent is great if you like feeling claustrophobic. A group of friends go on a caving trip, and they get stuck down there and learn that they are not alone. Zombie-wise, I highly recommend a couple titles here. Train to Busan. It's Korean and doesn't have a dub, so you got to read subtitles, but it is worth it. Black Summer is a Netflix show. That I feel is way better than Walking Dead. And it's only got two seasons so far. 
If you want gore and a slasher all in one, I suggest Terrorizer. It's another clown killer, but not a supernatural entity. It's got hands down the grossest kill I have ever seen. And I've seen a lot. Trip Scott sent 21,110 sats and says, just finished getting caught up on the episodes. Keep up the awesome job. Thank you, Dreb. He also sent 21,110 sats saying, a sack of twos for your second year. Love the show. Dave Jones also sent 2,006 sats saying, thanks for the heads up on the Doctor Strange spoiler. Class move, Kyle. Save my bacon. Well, I'm all about saving bacon. Kevin Bacon? (laughs) I am aware that some things are spoilers, so I try to give people a heads up so they can skip ahead into the next chapter, which is usually easy to do on a podcasting 2.0 app. NewPodcastApps.com The question of the week Thoughts on Obi-Wan Now obviously, spoilers aplenty So skip ahead to the next chapter If you haven't seen Obi-Wan on Disney Plus Are you gone yet? Or are you still here? Okay, you're still here Three episodes in And I am digging this a lot more than Book of Boba Fett In a sense that I don't feel as let down. <laughs> I feel like the Inquisitor storyline could be its own show. It is interesting, and I like those characters, but it feels like a show called Obi-Wan kind of loses its focus. It's great to see Vader back on screen. He gets even more brutal than in Rogue One. And it's interesting to learn that some AI helped out James Earl Jones' voice, who uh, suddenly sounds robust again. More on that later in the show. Zach Braff voices a nice guy alien and ends up sounding like Kermit. Stormtrooper falling onto a laser fence and getting split in half. That's worth the cost of admission right there. <laughs> Having Leia as a kid, that's that's a handful, you know, but I suppose that's the point. Very headstrong, getting into trouble. And it's so weird to think Obi-Wan and her have such a long history together. Which leads me to say, do we have to see all the legacy characters as kids? And to be fair, all Star Wars fans, and I do mean all of them, we all complain, yet we still love it, and we keep watching. My friend Brian from my old radio days on the air, he texted me his thoughts, and he says, Oh, that's Flea! And young Leia's complete garbage. Snooze, I'm bored, no emotional connection, horrible acting. Episode 2, not bad. Episode 3, really, really good! That's the prequels we wanted. Young Leia is still garbage. <laughs> John Wintraub says, Despite touching on characters with established fates, Kenobi manages to understand Star Wars better than any live-action show or movie since 2017. I concur, good sir. Thomas McGee enjoyed the ride. Enjoyed seeing the Inquisitor's Tower because I had been there in Fallen Order. I haven't played Fallen Order. That's a nice Easter egg there. Goblin Slayer of Hestia says, It's pretty good. The official Alpha says, I think it's amazing so far. Please don't call me. He says, Ewan McGregor's playing the broken Jedi role beautifully. Uncle Owen was right when he told Luke he died about the same time your father did. Yeah, I can't wait to see more interaction between those two. Monorail Entertainment says, It's very good. Nick, yeah, I do VO, says, It's all I Obi wanted. Clever. Riding the Wave says, love it. Brad Z says, I'm enjoying it. Reva is dumb and annoying AF, though. Little Leia is great. <laughs> Jackie Daytona is enjoying it. Little Leia is fantastic. I'm glad Ewan is back to play Kenobi again. Radar Technician Bob says, the first two eps are exciting. The third, wonderfully terrifying. Can't believe what they dropped today. No question. Popularity of EVs continues to rise. <laughs> No, 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 not you, EV Pete, scam paranormal investigator. Yeah. I mean, electric vehicles, not electronic voice phenomenon. Do, 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 do. Ha, ha, ha. Look, I'm trying to podcast, okay? Go investigate something. Hey, no problem, Carl. We're going to track down the legendary haunted tweezers of Huckaloogie, Minnesota. <laughs> Happy plucking. So anyway... 
Gas prices are through the roof. Sales of hybrid or full electric vehicles also through the roof. You have any interest in getting one someday? Or are you happy with a traditional gas car, staying analog, as it were? Myself, I want a Tesla. And my wife loves the tech involved, but also thinks that trusting a computer-driven car is asking for trouble. Like, it could be hacked, or the government, or whoever could just take it over. And, like, what if the power grid shuts down? A gas vehicle won't have that issue. I just don't like the idea that Teslas especially seem to be magnets for getting keyed. Despite having security cameras around the entire vehicle that can catch the uh, people red-handed. But, uh, say what you want about Elon, I just love the car. So what kind of car do you prefer? Regular, hybrid, or electric? At me, at Boombox Pod. I suppose this next story could be considered spoilers, so if you haven't seen Top Gun Maverick or Obi-Wan Episode 3, skip ahead to the next chapter on the podcast. You were warned. AI continues tricking audiences. In the case of Maverick, Val Kilmer returns to the screen, and despite having been unable to speak normally for years due to throat cancer, you do hear Iceman sounding like his old Val self. Thing is, that's due to a partnership between Kilmer and a company called Sonantic. Hours of footage were fed into a computer and algorithms spit out a model. And this happened with the company Respeecher as well, with Mark Hamill spitting out the synthesized voice of a Return of the Jedi era Luke Skywalker in the Book of Boba Fett. Respeecher teamed up with Lucasfilm again, this time to make 91-year-old James Earl Jones sound like his old ominous Vader. I don't think it worked for Luke. It sounded very robotic. But it does sound really good for Darth Vader. Now, I have a sneaking suspicion we're going to be hearing a lot more deepfake VO in the future. Now, I wonder if these celebs endorse this tech. Are they grateful for it? Or do they feel like, I've been replaced and I'm sad? Hollywood is at the point where you can recreate a star from any era, deepfake it visually, and with AIVO, so they can literally live forever. I've stated my position on this before, and as far as I'm concerned, AI is a big threat to VO. We're all going to be out of a job, so there is a concerted effort within the Actors Union SAG-AFTRA to maintain conversation with studios and companies to come up with some sort of agreement or compromise. Actors make profits from working in film and TV in the form of residuals. Alternatively, something called a buyout that's a lump sum payment, after which a company can just do what they want with the voice tracks. Now I'm envisioning Comic-Cons booking computers and robots to sign autographs. Oh, the humanity! You like Funko Pops? You like exclusives? You like spending ludicrous amounts of money you don't have trying to obtain said exclusives? Well, Target and Funko are banding together to bring you Marvel Studio Selects. The series will have various styles and characters. Check the link in the show notes to see a set of Wanda Maximoff, Vision, her kids, and Agatha all in mini form, looking a lot like Charlie Brown figures and uh, a regular pop-sized Doctor Strange. Happy hunting, either for the toys or hunting for the scalpers that make everyone's life hell by buying them all before anyone else has a chance and marks up the price 300%. <laughs> Conspiracy here from my top secret bunker in Pahrump, Nevada, where the deer and the antelope play, unless they're torn to shreds by wolves and mountain lions. It's time for all the news you can't use. Page one. You ever see a T-Rex try to put a sheet on a bed or reach for toilet paper or even clap their hands? Didn't think so. Have you ever wondered why the king of the dinosaurs got shafted in the arms department when everything else about him is so big and menacing? Didn't think so. But this segment is called All the News You Can't Use, so pipe down, Gwyneth. 
Theories about a T-Rex's tiny arms range from being more efficient at grabbing dinner at close range, the head and neck being so huge the arms are useless anyway, or they evolved to minimize risk of injury when they all feed together. I think it's so we can have funny memes. <laughs> I'm hilarious. Page 2. What would you do if you had a chance to see the Mona Lisa in person? This beloved work of art has been through the ringer over the centuries. Stolen? Damaged by sulfuric acid? And now some bozo dressed as a woman in a wheelchair threw cake at the painting in the world-famous Louvre Museum in Paris. Leonardo da Vinci gets the last laugh, though, since the portrait is protected by glass. Why throw cake at the Mona Lisa? The unidentified village idiot yelled some gobbledygook about thinking about our planet. Well, guess what, Nimrod? Now you got me thinking about cake. So much for my beach pod. Page 3. One of the biggest crimes against humanity is having an unflattering picture of yourself immortalized on an ID or driver's license. Sure, you can beg the douche canoe behind the counter to take a retake, but they stare at you like you floated an air biscuit and tried to blame the dog. One poor sap was getting his membership photo taken at Costco and sneezed right as the photographer snapped the pic. Now he has to imitate sloth from the Goonies every time the door greeter at Costco asks for his card. Is that worth saving 30 cents on a pallet of Kleenex? I think not. And I'm spent. That's all the news you can't use. Conspiracy here from my dump in Pahrump. You wouldn't happen to have any cake, would you? Aw, look at the time. The intergalactic boom box is recorded in a truck stop bathroom while the studio audience waits patiently in the store between the candy aisle and the hunting gear. Select members of the listening audience will be flung into a vat of jello for no apparent reason. If you enjoy this podcast, tell a friend. Better yet, share any value you feel you've received by giving value back using a podcasting 2.0 app from newpodcastapps.com. Your donations will be streamed back in-app as you listen. Isn't that cooler than Post Malone's pinky finger? Remember, kids, the journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. And Priceline, if you want a cheap flight. Until next time, doodles. Doodles.